0: Good evening, everyone. Welcome to another episode of freaking Free. With me in the house
1: is.
2: Yeah, Shag- good Shag-
0: Say hi to everyone.
2: Yeah, good evening. How are you? It's good to have you, and it's good to be here. And hi to everyone. hope you had a nice time the last time you were here with us and I believe you will have a nice time again today.
0: Great. Tolu, so, can we hear from you, please?
3: Yeah, good evening, everyone. Hope we all had a fantastic day. We hope um, the last podcast made terrific impact in your lives, and we are hoping that tonight will make it will be even better.
0: Amen. Amen.
2: Thank you,
0: Tolu. All right, so um leading us today would be Chego Right. So he will be teaching on relevance in business. Okay, but before I hand over to him, I would like us to pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for tonight's session. Thank you for that which you set to do again. We ask for the Spirit of God that you please take total control and have your way speak through the vessel that you'll be using for us tonight god in the name of jesus christ i pray that amen. every issue will be touched today that you grant solutions to every issues of the people god in the name of jesus and at the amen. end of it all all the glory shall be yours in jesus name i've prayed amen <laughs> all right shagun yeah
2: good evening everyone um Quickly, we'll be talking about uh, red in business and um, we'll be looking at it from different perspectives anyways. And uh, we'll listen to people's opinion and um, we we'll believe that at the end of today, we'll be greatly blessed and helped and uh, much knowledge would have been added to us. Okay, uh, let me say that business, business, business is a word that means many things to many people. And, um, you know, some people go into business for people going to business for different reasons, some because they are poor, they just need something to escape poverty. Why some because of passion, some because of money, some because of many things. So everybody has different reasons for going into business. But um, the concentration is uh, in the developed world, One of the reasons why they seem to thrive more is because they don't do things because others are doing it one. They don't do things because they see a goal of achieving, let's say for an example, an amount of money. No, they actually go into business, what we call business. Most times for them is called production because they just study their society. Then they sense a lacuna and they feel they want to fill in that gap. And once they have such imagination, then they begin to plan on how they can come in and help out. With such a plan, then before you know it, they have a business venture. Okay, So there is this idea that in the developing world that it is not real for people to follow their passion because an average man in the developing world is struggling to even eat. So you don't tell such a man that, uh, yes, you have a passion, you have this, you know. There was a time on Twitter, especially in Nigeria, that there was this movement against motivational speaker. I don't know if you can relate with that. So what I'm saying in essence is we need to balance this understanding between you going into a business Working, doing something out of you just desiring to have money, you just want to have money. You want to, you know, live well in court, or going there to express your passion to meet other people's needs. Okay, so I remember there was an interview granted to one of Nigerian uh, top politicians. I won't mention his name now, and uh, then they asked him, Nigeria is such, in such a mess what can you do blah 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 and he said i didn't join politics to fix Nigerian problem i joined politics because of unemployment so you know such a mindset i mean one of the top politicians today who was a governor twice you know something like that so i just want ma to come in and address this issue between uh this battle between going into a business going into a workplace going into uh doing something because you just want the money you want to leave at least you don't want to beg and doing it because you have a passion and you want to meet people's needs in doing that. Yeah hey me
0: okay Shago. yeah thank you right so it's it's a it's a crazy world crazy world out there right and of course we need money to survive and that's the truth i do not um i do not go contrary to that right and um it's 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 a sad truth that um in in the world that we are today many people many graduates are on the streets looking for what to eat right so they jump at every opportunity that they get so uh I remember then when I was looking for a place for um, IT back then, and um, you know, uh, you would get you you be in the science field, right? You when I was in science field, pure science then, you would you would get people telling you, okay, you can actually work at the bank, right? So um, and you would be like, okay, what are my uh, students in, in uh, pure and applied science looking for at the bank, right? So it's it's that bad, right, that people. Just want to jump at any opportunity that they have. Those who have dreamt of becoming, um, uh, uh, perhaps, uh, whatever lawyers, and this we have lawyers on the on the streets of Ikeja telling you any, what do you? <laughs> excuse me, I can just whatever affidavit or whatever. So we have them out there. And, and it's terrible because these people went to school with a great thing in mind, a great vision, right? Mind you, of course, we have people who go to school without any vision. They just wanted to study. That, that's even another topic on its own because because the educational system of, of uh, Nigeria is so bad that people don't even get to study what they want to study, right? So they just jump at every opportunity to study whatever. But that is just, by the way. So what we're talking about now is the aspect of people not being able to get their dream job to actually do what they've had in mind to do, because number one, it's either there's no employment, they have nothing to do, so they just get to do whatever it is they can. Even those who have dreams and of starting up a business, we have Navdak out there, we have uh, CAC out there, ready to get cash out money from you, right? We have uh, the the uh people we need to get their their you know, their, their tax number and the rest. And that that's really a, a means of exhausting money from youths that are even yet to be able to feed themselves, meaning that those who even want to start something, those who are and are, are not getting jobs out there and want to start something, they're unable to. So we find girls of the school some frying um, um cakes, some frying for pop and the rest, because there are no opportunities for them. So that brings me to this, yes, Because of poverty, people People can forget about values and just decide to do anything just to have a meal, just to have something to eat. That's it for me. Segun.
2: Okay. Uh I I met some graduates. Okay, I know one. We served together in a Dost State some years ago. I know the other one because while I was seeking for admission, I met with him then. That's some decades, over a decade ago, and uh, so I saw one in, I saw two of them in Ondo State, though in different locations, they were bike men, <laughs> I mean graduates, I said one of them we served together in Undo State, what, do you think a man that graduated from the university, who went for service, we ever dreamed that one day will be a bike man? So we're in such a mess that uh, if we are not careful, now, I want to come in from my own field as an example. In economics, we have something we call innovation and imitation. But these days, we've discovered that it is hard to go into innovation because of innovation costs. Now, what do I mean by that in simple words is, I just see, ah, there is this business, like. Let's, for an example, now I do set up business for people. But if I want to set up business for you, the first question I ask you, like, you know, I was in the academic sector also. So I'll just tell you do a literature review. What do I mean by that? Go around, show me what people have done in this business you want to do. What is the new thing you want to add? What are you bringing into the business that is different from others? Now, that can be an innovation. And you can do it well. And by tomorrow, someone had studied your business, imitated it, and even become better than you if the person has more finance. Okay? And there is another thing you can... If I want to start a business, for an example, I don't have the name. Nobody knows me. I can just go and sign an agreement with Dangote. Then I use his name to sell what I already have in mind. Okay? So now... Balancing between you adding value and uh, you making money is such a hard one. As in the thin line is so thin that it can be crossed at any flip without you knowing about it. So I just want Mr. Tolu to come in here, then I will still take us into quick introduction on how to start a business. And uh, what business actually the business world is like, yeah, Mr. Tolu. Yeah, um, just like Amy
3: said earlier, you know, we have a lot of um, microbiologists, biochemists uh, in the bank, and um, like you rightly said, I've, I've once had an experience with the KK man who was telling me about how he can return school with first class, he was the best um, performing coach member when he was seven, and yet he's driving keke in Lagos, you know. And, you know and you know the amazing thing is i'm, I'm speaking to you now i work as a um uh, as a relationship manager but if i tell you I, i'm actually a medical person and i've worked medically before so you know really it's for me i just think that we live in a world and time where you just want to get by you know you just want to get something done you don't want to stay out you because at the end of the day you stay agile and then you start thinking about so many things like um you know right she like actually said about um the debate on twitter recently about motivation. speakers i'll tell you i started this business with one shoe and now i'm you know yeah. I have two, and then yeah. you wonder where that shoes come from yeah. it's not that easy really you know yeah when you think, when you, when you think business they just say business business yeah you know you just you know you, pay, you get you do your study. You find out where you live where you can get the job, you can do this and that and you no know, it's actually other than that it takes commitment in fact the amazing thing is if you work for someone you won't spend as much time managing your own business because at the end of the day you need to concentrate on doing that thing right and then you have so many factors that are against you i think the, i think the major challenge we have in this world when it comes to business and staying relevant in that business is understanding the concept of the business how the business run what you want to do because a lot of people just mention business that they were thinking about what business really is and what are the negatives because a lot of times you need perseverance you need to endure for a very long time because you know it it, eventually may come good but then at the at the beginning at the middle even you may tend to
2: struggle to get Mm -hmm. to get into that Hmm, that, that, that's top notch. Okay, let me come in as a business person fully and discuss business. In business, we have four major steps. We have what we call ideation. Now, the major issue at the startup of a business is always between these two debates. Do I set up a business because I have money? Now, there are people that have enough money, but they don't know the business to do. So they just have the money and they want to to get along on a business way, okay? Why there are people that they have such a heavy idea but they don't have money. So we always say, okay, the first step to take is ideation. It is in the place of ideation that you can sit down and ask yourself some very cogent questions. Some things that are pertinent to the progress of either your society or that business system. Okay, for an example, as I speak with you, I love agriculture, and I remember that I was in Ondo State, and you know, I visited one of those state farms, and I saw, if I'm not exaggerating, at least over hundred million worth of machines that are wasting away right there, and nothing is happening. And I felt, what are you serious? But as much as I, for an example, love agriculture, I also know that agriculture, for you to be a successful agriculturist, you must that agriculture involves every, need every financing. I don't mean you want to cultivate one uh, plot of land or your backyard to eat, no. I mean real agriculture, okay? So, there is this ideation, you already have the idea. Then the second thing is financing. But we also say that even in finance, you might not have the money, we call something financial ideation again. How do you get money from those that have it, that does not know what to do with it? and you have the idea, you don't have the money. That's also another step that is very important in uh, business. Okay, business, we have different types of business. We have family business because the rules that govern businesses are different from one another. I wrote a workers or employee prospectus for a family business of present. And in the front page, what you will see there is that I wrote that family business, that in business, there are no families. Yes, that's what I wrote in the first page. In business, there are no families. A business works on its own terms. We are families if we have the same goal. I don't know if you understand that. Hmm. One of the downfall of family businesses, is people aren't willing to deliberately take up their individual responsibilities. They relate in business with blood, rather than responsibility and that always crashed their family business okay now i'm not going to details of business you know that's what i do so but what i want to say majorly is that to add value in business is very easy the tasking part of it will be your place of ideation see as much as we think lagos is busy everybody is doing fine uh people are begging some people are very rich and stuff like that. In Lagos, there are still many things that are lacking. There are many things that are lacking in Lagos. So if you can sit up and uh, fine-tune your ideation stage, you will still be adding value at the same time making money. Yeah yeah that's very important so one thing that i can i i would like to ship in is that if you set out business for the sole purpose of making money most likely at least uh, research shows that 80 percent of such businesses always crash mm-hmm. yeah but, but if you set out business for the sake of adding value one thing will happen the first stage you might not be making profits even you might be frustrated but if you can stay consistent on it it is certain and this research shows us that because one you have the intention of adding value two because it's your passion at long run it will fetch you the money now let's be very let's look at practical examples uh mark Zuckerberg was in university but he had a passion for computer. University, you know, he, he would skip his classes, go and do some things on, and you know, finally, rusticated and he left. And but the guy had a passion. He had a, he had seen a vacuum. He had seen something he can do. He had seen a value he can add to his world, and was ready to give it, you know, the best of his life and his time. And he continued. Yes, it cost him his BSc cost him many other things, cost him his relationship with people, and amongst others, and... But today, <laughs> Max Gavage is one of the richest billionaires in the world. So okay. the truth is, if you can stick to adding value, at the early stage, it will cost you. But at mm-hmm. long run, you will still have the money. But if you set money, money as the primary motive for business, anything can happen and because you are not adding major value to people maybe you just have the money you saw someone doing a business you feel you can outrun the person that you go into it and at long run because one you are not deliberate about adding value and you are not passionate about, about it it will crash that's the truth i look at this man that created whatsapp now you feel that there is a facebook there is this one, there is that one. What is this man still doing with WhatsApp? I remember very well from history that when the man created WhatsApp, he actually went to meet Mark Zuckerberg, discussed with him. That one rejected his offer and his idea. But the guy was there, continuing what he was doing and everything. By the time he was done, when Zuckerberg himself saw what WhatsApp became, he bought it for 20 billion US mm-hmm. dollars. Yeah. So it made the guy a billionaire just in a tinkle of an eye back. Now, it's simple for you to say, ah, the guy just yesterday was nothing. Today, no, he's not able to, it didn't happen like that. For a long, the guy had stayed on something that was not really fetching him money, and that was not really making him even popular in quotes. But that was a vacuum he saw. That was a value he saw he could add to the society, and today, He's a billionaire you know you know you think social media is enough TikTok came you still see how much the guy i read this uh uh the ceo i read this uh uh his presentation of recent and he was talking about the fact that he want to just go and rest and be sleeping why he has 40 billion in his account you know yeah. i've seen these things happen again and again and again stick to value money will come Stick to money, because you are not adding value, even the business itself will crash. And that is the truth. Now, likewise, at workplace, let me give you a very practical example. I have this man in Lagos here, who we were having a very long, elongated discussion. And I was learning from him anyways. He retired from bank after 10 years. Then he told me that, Shegun, let me be frank with you. There are people banks cannot sack. So he said, you know, you said they always relieve people of their employment. He said, it's not like that. He said, there are a list of names in all banks where they've put their name in an exclusive list that no manager or any CEO or anybody can. So I said, why? He said, these people, They've gone ahead to have some certifications that it is even a plus to that organization. I don't know if you understand. So he shared with me that someone is working with them who has a certification from Harvard, a certification from Oxford. You know, he said that person is a plus to the First Bank. He's not, so but First Bank cannot sack him because they know that they are even proud of always putting him up that this is their work i don't know if you understand that is the same way life is at workplace if you don't add value to people and to yourself it will be easy to relieve you of your job yeah. Do you know that's common you know they will just you just hear that they want to sack some workers today and they will just say like uh ah, there are some of them that cannot be sacked though. why even the people that are working there not just the customers we attest to the fact that these ones, no, they are like, they are the omulero. Sorry for those that does not understand your path. They are the pillar that is holding the whole thing together. Most times these people are, there is a particular thing they are doing that others are not doing. That's one of the things people must learn at their workplace. See, yes, everybody is a teacher. You go to work, you do this. and But there is still something you can do extra. That other teachers might not be doing. That even when these big big schools consider, so okay, can want to relieve people of their job, they will just look at you and say, "It is not possible. This guy is adding so much. The students will leave if we sack this guy." I don't know if you've ever experienced something like that. Like and the provider just come up and say, "This teacher cannot be sacked. If you sack this teacher, parents will take their students away from our school." Why there are still ten thousand of teachers there that even if they sack them parents, even though they existed in the first place. Do you understand? Likewise in every other workplace, what value are you adding to yourself? What value are you adding to the workplace? What value are you adding to the environment? So as much as that is, just imagine that, especially in this hour, on this island with this water, with this debt and all this nonsense, just have a private thought of, okay how can i now these days especially this agile route if you take this route you discover that a whole lot of debts are now on the road you know it's not as it used to be you just think and maybe a little change you're able to think of okay if i'm packing this thing for these people you don't think of okay this is the millions that will come no but at least if i'm taking care of how can we clean up this road how can we do this if you can get those things set You'll be shocked, you know. Officially, a man just came up with this, uh, what's the name of this toilet? Some mobile toilet. Who knew? (laughs) Do you understand? Mobile toilet of all things. We thought we've seen it all. Until we saw someone just design something and call this mobile toilet. And before you know it, everywhere today, uh, there is barely any camp you go to that you won't see mobile toilets. Even at at Aja Park, there are mobile toilets there. And Today is a billionaire. Alice is a multi-millionaire with mobile toilet. for God's sake. Why? Because the thought was to add value, not to make money. But in adding value, today, he's a millionaire. So I'm just trying to point to the fact that, look at to go now. Where's to go today? Who knows to go going here? Yeah, of course. Do
0: you know, no, you no, know that,
2: I've to go. Women know to go very well, yeah? Exactly. And you know, quickly, we can, uh, before I, well, I want to welcome Mr. Tolu actually, because in workplace, there is something that is leading now for HR officers, that workplace is not, now if you know one of the books that is trending these days is emotional intelligence. Yes, and why sure. are leaders expected to go and read emotional intelligence? Then they will tell you that as an HR officer, workplace is not how it used to be. Before, it's you employ people, you pay them. But now, your workers need more than just their salary. They need empathy. They need, they need you to be there. They need you to understand. They need you to relate to what they are going through personally. They need the whole lot from you more than just you paying them. So, because of that, now. All HR officers, leaders, head of each department are now required to read books on uh, emotional intelligence. So I'm just saying that even at workplace now, you must learn to be adding value. If not so, it will be easy to relieve you of your employment. Yes, now, we've employed you for five years. What's special about you? Gradu- people are graduating every year. People are going out, getting out of school, desperate for job give us one reason why we should retain you. I don't know if you also know that uh, these days, that this thing they call self-evaluation so uh-huh. at least now call their workers, they will tell you you've been here for the past two years do a self-evaluation of yourself give us a reason why you should be here next year okay so i'm just saying that these are necessities we must learn it and uh, i'll run i will run off from my own end now before i welcome mr tolu by using a very practical case for those that watches football as i today i still read this night barcelona is ready to offer seven players to at least griezmann to chelsea six others termination some people's contract why because they need a message to sign back to barcelona and because his a wage bill is so high, they need to cut on their wage bill before they can pen a contract for him. How? What differentiates him from others is not just that he plays well, but because they see that he's like the boat that not other players together. If he's not there, there is a problem. So, can we say that about you in your workplace, in your environment, and even in your family? Even in your, you know, the simple things you can do to help others, the simple things you can stand. You know, I've seen men that are very irresponsible. I've seen wives that are very irresponsible. They don't care about anything, you know. You can imagine having a man that will even go and save his money. And he, the family will be suffering and he doesn't care. You can see wives that does not care that their children are going through pain. And if the father cannot do anything, I admit or not. You know, you can see children that does don't care they don't have empathy for their parents they just want to compete with their friends so these things are very important what value are you adding to your home what value are you adding to your environment if you can stick your heart of value in business especially you'll be relevant one you will have more people to associate and even invest in your business and i tell you it might not be in the short run but in the long run you'll be wealthy. yeah mr tolu thank you yeah thank
3: you very much uh, Mr. uh for yeah. me you know i um i'm going to i'm going to use myself as a practical example here mm-hmm. you know i work in an organization where you just have to add value otherwise you're yeah. off because and amazingly, you know, I always tell people that, you know, I know that not everybody, you know, when it's when it's when you say add value, people think no, maybe I have to get my master's, my PhD. No, 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 no. You have to make, you have to be sure that you are making a certain impact that if you threaten to leave, even the you will be calling that, ah, what's happening here? You know, I could remember when I was when I was at Sawa keja branch and um and I was going to leave. And my courtman said, ah you can't leave. And I said, why? I said, I'm tired of collecting this salary. He said, why now? I said, because I know my relevance now. I know what I'm worth. And I'm going to leave. You know, I was so sure that I was doing so well for that team. And she was literally begging. And by the time I was going to go to the head office, get upgraded and all, I could remember her telling me that I'll be leaving to the head office. And I am like, oh, why can't I work here? But I've been promoted. I've been giving better packages and everything. And she said, no, I will not allow you work against my team because if they're going to take uh, upgrade you the way you want them to they will probably not they will put you, you, you want to put you they will put you somewhere around there and I don't want you to work against my but i ask her why I say you know you know the tricks already we know what you've been doing here so we know if you are working against us we're in serious struggle now another thing is you know have you have you have you worked so hard in a place where when you are not when you're not around they feel your presence mm. you know, I, I've dealt mm. so much with my customers in such a way that they don't even know me as they don't even know my name again they call me the name of organization <laughs>
1: so
3: when i'm yeah. walking, when i'm walking through loot and the i just hear lead way, lead way, lead way, and i'm wondering oh oh i know that is me you know it gets to a point where get to a point where when you mention loot they know who to call they know who to do that, that that action to. I was telling I was uh, I was engaging one of my uh, colleagues. Today. She works in that department, um, benefit processing department, and of the organisation. And I was saying, and she was telling me that oh, uh, Tolu would like to have you in this um department because we know that you have this solid customer engagement. We hear a lot of stuff about you. And then the next thing they HOD said was like ah no, it's actually can never release him more. I was not like why? is it because they know the job is doing in that place and they know how valuable he is to that place. Mm. i remember your me saying to my boss and i was saying ah, sir i think i may leave this industry and he was like why i said you know he started giving me reasons not to leave this is why I, I i i know that it wasn't just telling me that he was just telling to let me know that ah come on now we need you in this place so at the end of the day you know what what are you doing in your environment your 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 vicinity your company you know how you kind a of person that others depend upon you know, when I was on leave for a week, I can remember, I didn't. I, didn't I, I was on a working leave, I could not even go on a proper leave because calls were coming in left and set up from every angle. So, Lou, have you done this report? We need you to do this report. We need you to do these things. Are you the kind of person that when you get to your team, you bring calmness to the team? Are you the kind of person that everybody wants to listen to? Are you the kind of person that everybody wants to contact to solve your problem? You know? You need to make yourself relevant. It's, it's, see, I don't I always say people that people don't understand our relevances. You know, when you get to a place, when you are not around, do they feel that you are not around? Do they know that somebody is missing? You know, I, I remember leaving work for about two days um on a sick leave. And when I got back, somebody was asking me that ah, wait, have you gone for a month? And I'm like, no, I was here on Wednesday. It's like, ah, it felt like you left for two weeks, or so, because everything was just all over the place in this thing. And you no, know, and and amazingly, this this thing makes you feel good because it shows that you are doing something right in the organization or in that particular environment you find yourself in. Are you the kind of person that they will ask? You no, know, you they will they will they will feel your presence if you are not there. You know, and it, so I need to understand. We need to understand what, what, it, what, it, what it means and how you can make yourself relevant. You know, and and you don't do You don't dwell on your achievements. You try to find new ways to improve. You know. The company has the company organization or wherever ever you find yourself has put you in that place to do something are you doing even better you know i always i've always told people that i don't i don't hope to be the best i hope to overshoot excellence i hope to do more than you're asking me to do i hope to leave okay. i hope to leave a mark i want to i want to do something that whenever i'm not there you keep remembering oh wow what's what an amazing person this person this, this human being is i remember when i was leaving my former team my my uh my my my, my personal manager called me and said look I've worked with so many guys in this field for some for almost 30 years now. I think you are the best ever. And she was just telling me, I wish you can stay in this thing, but I knew you had to go. I, it made me feel good. And when I got to where I was, it didn't take me a month for me to for people to start saying, Ah, come come and do this for me. And then you need to you need to keep yourself because I don't know you cannot stay relevant by staying on the same spot. You know, people will complain like, "Oh, mm-hmm. I don't have. Classes. I can't do masters. I can't do PhD." Are you try? Like, there's a lot of free courses on LinkedIn. If I'm, if I'm, if I'm not wrong, there's a lot of free courses online that you can do things that can improve you very well. I used to be this very irritated person. I get angry quite easily. You no, know, but you know, like you said earlier, but Mr. Jago, emotional intelligence is very key. Doing the kind of job I do, I realize that. Oh, look, I need to calm myself to do some things. And you know, as a calm person, I normally not. I don't. I don't really talk. I don't really talk that much unless i absolutely need to but you know during my job i realized that look there are some people that you need to listen to and there are some that you need to communicate to some will not say anything mm. they need you to talk but some will say a lot and you have to listen so over time mm. you develop yourself you become you just realize that you are you are flowing with the industry at the end of the day you work in a financial sector and you don't know anything about finance or investments because mm. Your customers, your people that you are dealing with, we expect you to have knowledge. You know, I work with leadway Pension, yet I answer so many questions on insurance. Why? Because when I knew that I was dealing with a company that has a that has such pay degree and has an insurance company, I need to go and broaden my knowledge on insurance so that anytime anybody asks me any question, I can go deep. You know, it doesn't make any sense for me when somebody says, Ah, so you work with Libre Pension, so uh-huh, this uh, health plan in Libre Assurance, what about it, And I'm saying, Ah, eh, I will just call somebody for you to. To tell you about this is no i need to give you mm-hmm. better information your customers your clients people you engage in the environment they don't just see you as a person they just see you as a consultant somebody that they want to learn from so that is so how do you still you need to stay if you want to stay relevant you need to understand that you need to go bold or go home. Yeah.
1: you need to improve, mm-hmm.
3: and you need to lead with a certain purpose you need to understand the mm-hmm. fact that i'm not just doing this for myself in fact, mm. amazingly, amazingly, you can actually consider that you are doing this for yourself because they, you don't know the kind of impact you are making in somebody's life. You know, <laughs> practice, practice, practice. Prepare yourself. You know, they say, uh, proper um, oh, forgetting this um, this word now. Uh, proper prior planning prevents poor performance. So if you plan very well, there's every tendency that you do well, and then if you do well, you are improving, and if you are improving, you are making impact, and if you are making impact, you are increasing your relevance.
2: Mm, that's that's very that's that's very important i i think i would like to say this before i welcome ma even as we begin to uh run off you know a few days ago i was engaging a conversation with people on why nigeria most times is not producing the best of the movies okay i was at the cinema few, i think last week to watch fast and furious nine and i loved what i paid for like i was glad i actually so we're now talking about nigerian movies and so i gave them a breakdown of why many producers stopped producing and uh, while they interviewed Igwe, he said he spent 52 million in producing a movie so he went to america to see how he can uh, uh put a, a lock on that movie so that people can uh, what's the name they use in movie now a book is plagiarism plagiarism in a oh. movies called um what do you call it please hello
0: so so be, I, I don't know about movies
2: though yeah 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 uh, so he just said by the time he said
0: he, has, he said he, he was has, having a copyright
2: anyway yeah, yeah copyright he went oh, to America okay. to have a copyright. He said, but while he was still in America, he was called from Nigeria that your movie is out. He ah, said he was shocked that he almost lost his life. This guy that produced uh, uh, Independence uh, wow. and Kunlea for Lion, thank God for the state government that helped his life. Before he could even earn anything from that movie, they have plagiarized the movie in quotes. So, we're now discussing that. So a guy now said, Do you know that books in Nigeria are more plagiarized than movies? He said, But many Nigerians don't know because they don't read. Mm. Ah, that will touch me. Mm-hmm. That will touch me. I said, You are very correct, sir. An average Nigerian don't read. That's the truth. An average Nigerian doesn't read anything. Even when it comes to exam, they try to read to a pass, not to know. Mm. That's the truth. See, before I left the academic environment, I was privileged to lecture for four years, and you know, I I saw realities. I saw what it you know. An average Nigerian just wants money. By enemies. he doesn't care what, just money. Once the money comes, that's all. You know, I, I went to supervise an exam. This one is a very terrible experience. I don't really like cheering. Last year, precisely. A JUPEP exam. And uh, a student, not even yet a student, yet a JUPEP student, let me put it way. wrote on his question paper, take me to the back, 2K. Ah! Ah! I was... I was shaking the exam I went to meet the coordinator because I felt like slapping him, beating him, and now sending him out. I was—I I could not manage myself. I felt like, hey, sir, 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 come, come, come. Is it that this guy feels that everybody is driven by money? That just—I felt bad. I felt, have we gotten to this state that you just think you don't need to read? You know, you just come to the exam hall and you give the invigilator or the supervisor two k or five k and i felt i felt bad i felt so bad and so what am i saying in essence is that we are in a generation where unfortunately our environment celebrates people that has money
1: Mm. people that
2: have money they don't celebrate if or the means by which they get the money or whatsoever no the environment just celebrates you know i saw on the news i think two days ago of a university celebrating a guy that uh, what do they call these guys that collect money from yahoo boys the one that always help them to claim their money that is the name they call them pika or something a university environment the sug is celebrating guy a guy they gave him an award because he's that he's doing that and he has much money wow. uh, it was very funny oh, i'm serious i saw it it's in the newspaper i can make the news uh, known i'm not joking so it was so annoying so we are in such a time and in such a generation where to think of value is becoming the least anyone can think of because when you say success, people think it's money when you say uh, this one money this one, money, even church, you want to say, I want to be f- 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 are you prayerful, Can you, go? you think, what is that that brother, is that man of God is doing well, I'll be that person is doing well in church, the first thing you want to think of, okay, he's adding money to the church, nobody, everybody just feels, in, even in all those uh, religious grants, I'm not just saying church, and I'm not trying to condemn church, I'm just saying that this is the perspective that the environment has sold to all of us, that you just think, money 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 so because of that people think less of value and either we believe it or not that is why many abnormalities are, are becoming normalities in our environment and that's the truth people are doing anything to just have money so if there is something we want it out i'm trying to drive into the heart of people tonight is that we are trying to drive this consciousness of value begin to place consciousness on value value addition, adding value to yourself, adding value to the people. Which in the short run you might not see ah uh, for an example, here Yes, let's use this as an example. You know, we get to meet again every night, try to do something, you know, do this podcast. A whole lot of things is going in for this podcast to happen, for the writing department, for this, for that, and you know, a whole lot of people are blessed by it. A whole lot. And she might not like the team is not really becoming a millionaire by the reason of this podcast there is no politician investing nigerian uh, stolen money into it yes but this is value addition to the society this is in a, a, a dilapidated world this is communicating the right thing into the ears of people again so with time value will bring money with time, if the goal is money, it will be destroyed. So the goal is always have this desire to add value. And as you do, with time, it might not be in the short run, but in the long run, money will come. So as emmy we just give our own of statement, then we round up for tonight. Yeah, yeah. Emma, please, can we have you?
0: Yeah, thank you, Shego. I totally agree with what you said, and I believe it's... Um it's 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 really what the society needs at this time right so yeah there, there is the aspect of um, what value are you having in your business but let's 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 even look further away from that right so talking about um we stand up now we know that we've been given when given a a particular tax to do right and that's that's the aspect of um, the work of God, propagating the gospel of Christ all over the world, right? So uh, it's, it's the Father's business, it's the King's business. So, w- w- whatever space you find yourself, whatever denomination you find yourself, if you're a Christian, what value are you having where you are? Uh, are you just a church well, my, i think it's high time for you to just reflect and think deeply and say what value am i having what exactly am i doing for some people it might not really be uh, being on the on the altar holding the holding the mic and uh, being the loud voice that people hear no it might be just that you're just a sanctuary keeper you're just you know doing one other thing or you're just putting a, a smile on someone else's face or so you're just doing something that is not even visible to the public out there for are adding value. So this means that it doesn't matter what space you find in, wherever, the bottom line is to add value, to add value. And I think this is what we really need. This is what the world really needs. So that's it from me. Uh, Shagun, do you have any other thing to say before I round off? Yeah.
2: Yeah, we are true. We are true for tonight. Okay, um, true. we are true for tonight. Yeah. Okay,
0: yeah. Great. Yeah, so I i believe you, you have all learned one or two things from, from this. And I believe it, it, it's 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 high time you sat down and talk to yourself, what exactly am I doing? Am I am I being relevant in my space? Am I being relevant being relevant as well? Is this something I'm doing or am I just saying that okay, I I, I do not care. There's nothing I'm supposed to do or oh, 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 it's, it's not my responsibility or oh, the other people should do it. I, I think it's the time we sat down and really talk much about that because in the world out there, we need we need more innovative things. And we need people who are ready to, to, to give more. We need people who are ready to take responsibility and not people who want to keep pushing it at, at, at the shoulders of others
3: right so um for me like i said and yeah staying relevant is quite important you know being relevant um provides you with the added ability to survive in an ever-changing world and then it provides you with with a future that has a solid foundation of existing businesses existing partnerships existing relationships and those things we end up giving you qualified leads making you an important personal person in the society in your environment in your place of work uh finally thank god for today we want to appreciate the lord for giving us the time to put this together we know ah uh, it seems to be difficult but at the end of the day we came through we want to appreciate everyone who has listened to us um so to pray us, thank you lord for giving us the time to be here thank you lord for your protection thank you Lord, for us going out and coming back in safely thank you Lord, that even though we hear so many things going around us thank you lord, for keeping us safe Thank you, Lord, for our listeners. Thank you, Lord, that we are making impact in their life. Thank you, Lord, that people who. Thank you, Lord. For, thank you for the life of guys who are getting blessed by this podcast. We commit all our sins and trespasses unto your hands. We pray that you forgive us. We pray that you give us the grace not to sin again. And as we continue with this podcast, we pray that we extend our nets to Christ, what we point to your kingdom. And we pray that you give us the opportunity to be relevant in any field that we get ourselves involved in. Thank you, Lord, for answers. We upon in Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Amen.
0: Amen. Amen. So thank you guys for listening. Thank you for joining us on today's episode. We're very sure that you've learned one of two things from this. We're sure that in whatever space that you're you finding yourself from today, if you have not if you've not been relevant, we, we hope and believe that from today you will take over, you will take your space because even, even the Lord has told us that we are meant to dominate the world. So we believe that from today you will start dominating, you start being relevant wherever you are. So, that's it from us tonight. Bye, everyone.
3: Bye. Adios, everyone. Bye.
4: From my mother's womb, Woo! you have chosen me, you love her. Love has called my name And I've been born